Hi, I'm Lisa Collins, and welcome to today's edition of Real Christianity with your Bible teacher, attorney, Mosley Collins. Mosley is joined today by a special guest, Dr. Donald Partridge, an expert in helping divorced parents and stepfamilies. There is hardly one family within the hearing of my voice that has not been injured by divorce one way or another. And sometimes it seems the hurting just won't stop. Mosley and Dawn have a message of hope and healing. It's a new way to live in a world scarred by divorce. And now here is your teacher and my husband, Mosley Collins, with his guest, Dr. Donald Partridge. Thank you, darling, and welcome, my listeners, to today's edition of Real Christianity. And I am joined with my old and dear friend, Dr. Donald Partridge. Hello, Don. Hi, Mosley. You know, I was just thinking about, uh, I remember walking into a church sanctuary about um, uh, 38 and a half years ago, and I saw Don standing up teaching the Bible to our little group. He was the original Bible teacher at the Holy Word Bible School. The original. <laughs> <laughs> the one and only. And that was over 38 years ago. Yeah. And that's where we started to develop a love for the Lord and a love for the Word of God. Right. And not only that, it's, it's the love for human need. Uh, we have been changed and we have been transformed, Mosley, into the image of God. We're, we're workmen to, uh, designed for good work. And, uh, and, and really, the great work that we're undertaking now is to bring hope, health, stability into single parents and step families. And it's such a joy to do it. Yeah, it is. And another way, uh, you know, we're, what we're talking about in, in today's program is going to be building great step families. It's a very big challenge. And another, another title might be How to Save your second marriage. Yeah, most fail, um, and most families that don't fail are troubled, and so we can bring in substantial help. In fact, we're, we're, we're just gonna be going, going right at it today about how to lay the foundations toward tremendous health and stability into these families, okay. which are really most common, common family. They're not quite the most common uh, marriage family system, but they're, it's about half and half of all the marriages out there. Half are about blending, the other half are first, uh, first marriages, but uh, the blending family are kind of overtaking that in numbers and certainly in the future. Yeah. Okay. Well, what are we going to talk about today? All right. Well, we got to work on. Let's review what we did, where we're at to this point. We we oh, look. Let me tell you. I've got to say tell. Our, I've got to say something funny to our right. audience. You know, I I had a I knew a um, a gal who was married, and they were not getting along whatsoever. They were doing everything wrong, and uh, you know, they were obviously headed for divorce. And so we used to. I said, you know, that's. Who's this? Well, that's her future ex-husband. Yeah. yeah. Gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Her future ex-husband. Yeah, future. You know, oh. her ex-husband now, but future ex-husband. Believe but, you me, I've done a lot of blending uh, uh, preparation classes, engagement classes, and I have I have sat and looked at individuals and thought to myself, I'm looking at his future ex-wife, yeah. you know? Yeah. Unless yeah. they get a hold of the principles of God yes. and, st- and live them. That's that's exactly right, and and who knows about that? Uh, few people do, and so right. we're, that, that's what we're going to bring to the table here today. Let's review. Uh, we looked at the the Adam and Eve story, how God miraculously took 
uh, Adam, once he produced Adam, he did not on the side, uh, as, as he did with Adam, out of the dust of the ground, produce Eve. But he produced Eve out of the tissue of Adam's body. He created Eve. And Adam's first reaction when he saw Eve is, bone of my bones, flesh of my flesh, she shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. The first reaction of him is he was saying, she's me. And then we see as the story progressed that as those two came back together again in the bond of uh, marriage, you might say, um, they were um, they had children and children again by God's design, not created from the dust of the earth individually, but they came out of the bodies of the parents. Um, and so. Uh, I joke about the first chapter, five chapters of, of, of the book of Genesis, everybody's coming out of everybody else's body. And, but the thing is, is it's a design by God. And the great, the great commentary of Moses, the one-sentence commentary that he writes in there in this tremendous story, is that soon as Adam said, bone of my bones, flesh of my flesh, she <clears throat> shall be called woman, because she was taken out of man. In other words, Paul, uh, um, Adam was saying, you're me. Right. right. Right after that, Moses writes the commentary, therefore... Therefore, shall a man leave father and mother, cleave to his wife, and they too shall no longer be two, but they'll become one flesh. They'll cleave to one another, become yeah. one flesh. The point is, is this is going to be duplicated from now on uh, uh, in all marriages from now on. So this even even wives who don't come out, my, my wife didn't come, wasn't formed out of one of my ribs, but still, God uh, God's plan and purpose is that I look at her and say, this is bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh, we are one flesh. Yeah, and, and I mean, it's not just not just limited to looking. I mean, you are one flesh. You are as if you are a biological connection. She is the bone of your bones. You are the bone of the bones to her. You are one flesh in all, in, in every system in your body, you're one flesh. You're two individuals in one body. Right. And so we call that a biological connection because God made it that way. And of course, Jesus emphasized that that was one of his major teaching points when the Pharisees came to him and wanted to ask him about divorce. He said in Matthew 19, and he answered and said to them, have you not read that he who made them at the beginning made them male and female and said, for this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife and the two shall become one flesh. Yes, yes. Well, the, he, was, he was just on that. This is, and the reason why he's on this is because this is the perfect family system, Mosley. Yeah. This mm -hmm. is perfect. I mean, you take a responsible father and a responsible mother. You take responsive children to those responsible parents, and you have a perfect family system. And then when they grow up and the responsible children grow up, they leave father, mother, cleave to their wives. They duplicate that out. Right. Mm -hmm. They are responsible parents now exactly. and, and they train up responsible children. Exactly. Those children leave. They join together. They have responsive children. I mean, you have a, per mostly this can go out into eternity. This is a perfect family system. Well done. What went wrong? <laughs> Because that perfect system breaks in our world. Yeah, we're seeing it all over the place. But we're, but what we're looking at is is the question that I want to leave look at first of all is why is that family system perfect? Why is this the model for health amongst among adults and children? Why? Why is it working? I mean, Mosley, look. Why can't we do this? 
why can't we just shuffle the kids around? You have you have kids, you have adults, you have responsible adults, you have responsive kids. Shuffle them around. You don't have to be with your mother and father. You just have to be with any old responsible adult. Adults don't you have to have their kids. Can't they just have any kids? And can't we all develop a perfect society like that? And the answer is unequivocally no yeah and why can't why can't wives cycle through husbands and husbands cycle through right and then they cycle kids you know everybody today is uh more and more raising one uh, raising uh, kids who are not their own and and children are in households with adults raising them who are not their parents and so why why can't you have a a responsible dad, a responsible mom, and then then kids who are not of their body of of the biological connection, like stepkids. Right? Why can't that work? And the thing is, is it it does work. I mean, you do hear about parents raising kids, and it does work, but there are pieces missing. I mean, overall, mostly. It doesn't work. What God has done in setting up in in Genesis the model of bone of my bones and then the children coming out of them and then they're responsible, they're not splitting apart and, and everybody's raising one another kids. Raising your own kids, kids being with their own parents, is that perfect system. And so, okay, so why? Why is that the case? Why is that the perfect system? And the answer is because of the biological connection because the biological connection is being satisfied there is something about this biological connection mostly that is the centerpiece to human health i'm telling you shuffle all the kids around to all the other parents in the world, and it'll take a village to raise a kid, as some people say, and you just have everybody raising everybody else. Why doesn't that work? Because the biological connection is not satisfied. When we looked at when God created Adam and Eve and Eve came out of his body, when he then duplicated that with every marriage after that, he did it for this very purpose, that within that small family system is this biological connection. And that biological connection, if it's satisfied, brings about the health of the children and the parents. Yeah, but I've got to argue with you a little here. Okay. There are um, kids in my house that I'm raising that aren't my biological kids. Yes. There are people listening to me right now who are raising, you know, there's grandparents raising grandchildren. There are step families. Um, we, don't live in, we don't live in the Garden of Eden. We have to do the best we can after marriages fail and after parents are irresponsible and after uh, you keep, you, you've said um, responsible parents, but not all parents are responsible. Right, but even if you had responsible parents, you still, and, and they're raising kids that who are not theirs, you're going to still have pieces missing in the kid when the kid's older. There is something that God has designed. So how do we solve this? Everybody's raising everybody else's kids today. 
and, I some, have, and sometimes they're doing it for the best of motives. Well, y- y- and, and sometimes they're saving kids that would be lost. We have to assume right now the best of motives is going to be the case. Yet, the best of motives doesn't covet, cut it with God's system. God set out a system, and he's not kidding. He set out a system of human health, and he's not repented from that. He hasn't changed his mind. Because human beings go ahead and change and trouble the family systems, and now we want to make our system work, that's not what will work. What will work, Mosley, is his system. Now, I have stepchildren myself. I am raising kids who are not mine. Well, I mean, they're out of the house now, but I have for 20 years. And so what, what do we do? What we want to do mostly is the argument that we're putting down here is since God has put the perfect system together, what we want to do is get as close as we can to that system. That's the solution. How can I, with my stepkids, get back to the Garden of Eden? Mostly, it is possible. It is possible to renew and to go back to the original foundational principles that God set up. A man and woman, one flesh, having children. And so what are the anchor points or what are the connections of that child? The connections of my stepchildren are not me, mostly even though I have been a dynamic influence in their lives. The first and utmost connection that I, have, that I am to look at with my stepchildren is the connection with my stepkid's mom and, and my stepkid's dad. That's the first, that's the first uh, definition. That's the first thing you do when you go into a stepfamily. Who is whose? Where are these connections? Now, we talked about in an earlier program that you have, um, you have a mom with a daughter marrying a dad with a son. And we looked at earlier programs that there are five major connections with that family. The five being that each child has two. The child, the dad bringing in the son. That son is connected with dad. The son is connected with mom. The mom brings in her daughter. The daughter's connected with mom. The mom, the daughter's connected with her dad it's out there somewhere. And so then, of course, the marriage is connected themselves because they're married. So that those are different connections. What we want to do, how to get back to the Genesis model, mostly. And this is where people are missing the point. How we get back to the Genesis model is we look at the Genesis connections. In other words, we look at the biological connections and we put priority to them yeah well i i i I see where you're going on this i just think we're rushing it a little bit don if i could say that yeah that i i'm i'm feeling i'm feeling that there's so many people who have struggled and sacrificed to try and raise children that are not their own and i think we need to uh, acknowledge um before we before we uh go further how difficult that's been for them and how how great it is that they're doing that and how God loves it when, you know, we are adopted into God's family. Well, the Bible says true religion and undefiled is the visiting of the fatherless. Yeah. I mean, there are, that's a non-biological connection. I mean, there is something very great in helping the weak. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, helping the weak, helping the lost, you know, and I keep coming back to the idea that we we were adopted we're adopted into God's family. 
And, you know, there's nothing more godly than to adopt a child that is lost, that is abandoned. That's, that's, like, that's a very Christ-like thing to do is to, to help that. So I'm just thinking before we go in too much further, I just want to acknowledge my listener. You know, we understand um, your sacrifice if you've tried to raise children that are not your biological own. But we'll be back in a minute, and we're going to show you uh, a way that makes it even better. I hope you're enjoying today's edition of Real Christianity with attorney Mosley Collins and Dr. Donald Partridge. You can get a copy of today's message or purchase the entire series by going online to donaldpartridge.com. That's donaldpartridge.com. Now, let's get back to our message. Thank you, Lisa. Well, Don, you and I know this very well because both of us have stepkids that we've raised. So. I just want to having I just want to first acknowledge the this great sacrifice people make to try and raise kids that are not their own and to love them and to give them a Christian start and having acknowledged that now you're telling us that uh, the the way to to uh, even do a better job raising those kids is to help the child. Um, reunite with the biological parents, as I hear. Well, the the system that God set up is families are perfect and they're wholesome through their biological connections. God did not set up to where children are created out of the dust of the ground, independent of the parents, that the, even the wife is not independent of the husband, that true health comes through these biological connections. And what we want to do, and the myth is for blending families, is they come in, and with this is going to be our next program that we're going to talk about here. The myth is people come in and say, my family is whole. My, I have a whole family as a blending family. But we do not because the children have uh, different families. When you ask, when you look at the adult and you say to the, the, the husband, who is your family? He's going to look at his wife and his children and his stepchildren. This is my family. But when you talk to the child and you say, who is your family? The child is going to come back to you with a question. The child is going to say, which one? Are you talking about the family of my mom? Or are you talking about the family of my dad? Because that child has two families. Every child does. Now, even if a dad is deceased, that, uh, if you want to know if that deceased father is an important part of a child's life, try as a, as, a, as a new parent coming in and saying to the child, I'm now your dad. That child will say, excuse me, I have it. my dad is deceased, but he's still my dad. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so you have these powerful, powerful oh, connections yeah. mm-hmm. that are not forgotten by the children. No. The children, each child has two parents. Right. So what we're saying here is, first of all, we have to recognize the powerful connection our children or the children have with each biological parent, the mom, the dad, even though we come in perhaps as stepdad or stepmom. And well, we're important step. Maybe we're important. Maybe we're dominant. Maybe the other parent is a, a once a year parent. I mean, and we're the we're the kingpins to the kid's life. I was to my stepkids yeah. for many years. Well, I adopted my, one of my sons. Yes. And he did not hear from his bio dad for 25 or 30 years. Yeah. Didn't even hear, not a word. What, what I am saying is the Genesis model must be, must be Mosley, not ought to be. It must be a, a part of the equation of every family because no matter who we are and what we do with whosoever kid, 
if we do not re-engage a child as best we can, as best we can. As best we can. And there can be great limits on that. There are great limits on that at times. But as best we can connect the child with both parents, we are then putting that child back into the centerpiece of the Genesis model. When God created this Genesis model, uh, everyone's coming out of one another's body and everyone's raising their own kids. Everybody's having their own wife and, and husband, not two or three. That, that is not that model. The model is, 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 is pure with the husband, wife raising children. If we depart from that, the problem is, is can we get back to it? And the answer is yes, we can. We have limitations, but our hearts are to restore our children is to get as close as we can back to the original Genesis So what model. we're saying is, is if you have children, stepchildren in your home that just acknowledge, you need to know that it's important that they have as best as possible and there can be great limitations, a a relationship with their biological father and a relationship with the biological mother. Absolutely. You know, that's what we, it's not going to take, if you're the stepdad, it's not going to take your place and you'll be honored for doing this. And it's not easy. But uh, in in my home, uh, I've got um, a stepson who I just call my son, but he has a dad. And I, I try and honor that relationship he has with his biological father. And the more we do that, and the more we can get children connected with their, who they are, they are mom and dad, the more we've got health with the family. Yes. Okay, we're going to take a break. We'll be back with our final thoughts on this difficult subject. Hi, this is Dr. Donald Partridge. In addition to teaching real Christianity, my friend Mosley Collins is a personal injury attorney. He has a calling from God to help those who have been badly injured, and he has successfully done so for 30 years. If you or a loved one have been badly injured, you'll want to call Mosley Collins for help. He has won hundreds of injury cases, and he can win yours. There's never a fee until he wins your case. So call Mosley and his staff at 916-444-4444. Just remember all fours for legal help. Thanks, Don. Now it's my turn. Dr. Partridge is an authority on the needs of single parents, step families, and a new way to live in a world broken and scarred by divorce. But don't let what you have heard here today get away from you. I want you to have this series. So go to donaldpartridge.com. That's donaldpartridge.com to order this life-changing series of CDs today. If you have enjoyed this program, or if you would like Mosley and Dawn to speak to your group, call us at 916-444-4444. Now, here's a final word from Mosley. Thank you, darling. Here's what we're saying, my listeners, that if you're in a step family, you're doing your best to raise step kids, uh, what we want to tell you is it's important to know that the relationship that the children have, the child has with the ex, uh, with your ex, with the biological father and the biological mother is an important one. It's a critical one, it's a vital one, and it's part of God's plan. Now we might be irritated with these exes, we might think that they're losers, we might think, well, they don't even pay child support. But in spite of all that, it's still important to give consideration to how can we build a better, stronger, closer relationship 
with the children with their biological parents. That's important. It's part of God's plan. It's not easy, but God will help us in Jesus' name. If you're pregnant and considering abortion, I have important news. I'm attorney Mosley Collins. Perhaps you know my phone number, 444-4444. In the past, I've spoken about personal injury accidents, but today I want to help you if you are pregnant and considering abortion. I know that's a scary spot to be in. So we've created a new organization called SaveYourBaby.org. If you call us, we have resources, medical care, housing, and more to help you save your baby. And it's all free. Many people now believe abortion is a bad choice. Even the woman who brought the original lawsuit legalizing abortion now believes she made a terrible mistake. I don't want you to make a terrible mistake. So I hope you call me at 444-4444. We will help you without charge. But in the end, it's up to you because only you can save your baby. 